Hello, beautiful people. Um, Doctor. <laughs> Doctor. All right, my name is Olamide, and I'm in the building today with a set of wonderful, wonderful doctors. The freshest, the newly baked, the best you can get. Like, this is as, as good as it gets. I'm like a bunch of lovely, lovely doctors um, from the Eximos Cavalier set. And today we are here to talk about um, our med school journey. We will probably mostly rant, but hopefully you can get one or two things from it. So um, my name is Olamide, and I have Eunice here with me, Hello, Dr. Everybody. Eunice, and I have Dr. Kabir here with me. You're welcome. And Dr. Lolu. Hi. And Dr. Max. Hello, guys. And believe it, your ears are not deceiving you. This is not a drill. This is actually happening. Drum rolls again. The brainiac. Phenom, the extraordinary, Ooh. the super shy. <laughs> we have Doctor Sass in the building. I'll attempt to call the full name, but she at least she called it herself. Yeah, I think. Called, <laughs> no, I actually think I've learned it, but alright, yeah. so I'll say hi to the people. Okay, hi everyone. Um, Sass. Call the full name. Call the full name. Okay, okay. I said um, the shy. Okay, um, I'm God knows the Sarah Hime. Yes. Tell us what you're famous for right now. <laughs> Tell us. We need to oh know what you're You ought to be proud of it. I'll put it on all my shirts. Ah! All my shirts. They will have it there. 15 over 15. That's all I'll say. Say no more. 15 I like that. over 15. Say no more. I like that. I walk around town. So we have Dr. 15 over 15. Close. Dr. 15. See if he's a dwarf. You just if he's like try, try dwarf. If he's a dwarf. Alright, so today we'll be talking about our med school experiences and I think we should start from the two people that started the conventional, okay, no, three people actually, started the conventional 100 level in this place. Then, like we have people representing all the demographics possible um, as far as medical students and now doctors are concerned. We have D students, we have Mommy Mission Unis. What? Mission. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, that. We have, we have the man who personifies politics, both within and outside the film star. Yes, the president or. Well, two super sportsmen and socialites, and still actually good um, doctors, mm-hmm. you know, surprisingly. Well, not surprising. Surprising. <laughs> 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 no, one would think like with all the social stuff that you guys do, that, yeah. but I mean, they just balance everything. So, you know, we're talking about balance. We'll definitely shine a spotlight on the two of you. Um, and Lulu, who is president. Um, I think what we're talking about the support system. Definitely, we'll turn to our mommy mission. <laughs> and okay, sorry. Okay, sorry. We'll, we'll not. Mom mission sounds a bit like old-fashioned. So we we'll talk about Doctor Mission Mom. W-O-G. <laughs> W-O-G. Yeah. W-O-G. Okay. W-O-G. Yes. So. Doctor Mission Mom. N-B-C-H-D. W-O-G. No, no. Okay. <laughs> and, and when it reaches the segment of. I need you guys to echo this with me. How? Can somebody say how? How? When it reaches how, then we focus on Dr. Osas. Like how? Just, I'm sure like a bunch of people in other classes listening to this want to know. They want to know how. They want it to make sense. Make it make sense. 15 over 15. Make it make sense. So, we'll get to that point. So, um, KB, yeah. at what point did you decide that 
you don't want to be happy, you just want to be with patience. How did it start? Let's hear. <laughs> okay, so I was 12. This story is very funny. So, I like playing football. And I also like... Okay, I, I like playing football. Football was always my... I wanted to be a footballer growing up. So, I was in the academy. I was playing football. Then, I got injured when I was 11. Serious injury. And I had to go to the auto. So, there is this ward. It's opposite um, the... Mental health ward in Ifeye. So that was where I was. And I was just very beautiful. So the first day I got to the hospital, I met a lot of doctors because of my mother. Yeah. So, but I did not really. But there was one actually that kept coming back. A very young doctor, she kept on coming back. How are you feeling? So I'd like our viewers to pay attention to the fact that she was a she. Go on, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> actually. So, um,. After I was discharged from the hospital, so I used to come for clinics and I used to see this lady. I was looking for her about her and they say she's here, she's here. So one day, after like six months, my next appointment, I was come for checkup. I went back to the hospital. I was like, I think I was like 12, 13 then. And I asked about her and they said she had even moved up to the country, she located. I was like, how? And they're like, she moved her husband over. So after she moved, I was, I was very sad, I was so angry. I was, so the matron that I met then I said, you know that you can actually still meet this woman if you go and study medicine. This is very knowledgeable. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so young and I was like, okay, maybe at that time I was really doubting the I was doubting the football. I was still good, I was still very good at what I was doing, but I was writing football school exams. I was thinking, okay, maybe I'm I don't have no future ambition. Well, <laughs> maybe maybe this medicine thing actually takes me to meet this woman. Again, so SS1 science class. I want to be a doctor. I don't even ask this question. I'm always very shy to what they say, but at the point, I was just well, it's a woman that inspired me. Excuse me, this woman, and till now, I don't know where she is. I don't, I don't remember her name. That's the sad part. Now I can look for her, say my senior colleague, but I know you're in the US. Maybe when I write my US seminar, I'll look for you. I'll be putting it out there. Well, if Nollywood is anything to go about, we always That's eventually meet. Yeah. We always eventually meet. So, um, so Lolo, uh, how was 100 level? Like, when you got into medicine, eventually, I don't know how many times you might have tried. Maybe you didn't try so many times. But, like, what did you think? Were you like, finally? Doctor Lulu from Hundred Level, and you're just like carrying yourself with that persona. <laughs> just let us know how chemistry 101, how all those things. Because I heard it was very, very crazy. I didn't do it myself, but I I know that you guys had some crazy Hundred Level courses like that. Funny thing is, if I had my way, I would do Hundred Level six times to get my MBC instead of doing two Hundred Level and three Hundred Level and four Hundred Level and five Hundred and six Hundred. So let me just stop you there. Um, to the younger listeners, I know like, you're supposed to draw inspiration, but it wouldn't be Olamide if you draw only inspiration. Be afraid. Be very, very afraid. You just heard him say he would rather have done Hundred Level. The higher you go, it doesn't get cooler actually, it just gets hotter, it gets hotter. just get more miserable and stuff. Be afraid. Think twice. Regret choosing it. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Continue, Lulu. <laughs> Alright, so, um, under level was really just there for me. There was really no much hassles. Then, I guess I was just coming from... I did pre-degree anyway, so it was my second attempt. So it was my second attempt at trying to get into medicine that I got in. So I did pre-degree. And 100 level is more like 
just an advanced pre-degree. That's more of what it was. So there was really no much of there was no much disparity from where I was coming from to where I was at that at that moment. So unlike when we got to 200 level and then we started doing anatomy that I've never imagined that I thought was going to be easy. Is it not just human body? Just to say this is the hand, this is the head, this is the eyes. I mean, it looked like it was very simple. And because I knew chemistry, because I loved chemistry so, so much. I remember my mock exam in SS, SS3 before we wrote our work. I scored 90% in chemistry. So I thought, ah, chemistry in our, in our beans now, you know, and we did chemistry also in 100 yes, level. <laughs> chemistry in 100 level too. A, CHM 101, A, CHM 102 that everybody were crying about. Is this what you people cry about? There's nothing in White House now. We finished White House with all A's. But more, we came to biochemistry and biochemistry started showing me pepe. Biochem- funny thing was, biochemistry was the one that showed me the biggest pepe in, in 200 and I didn't know how to read those notes and cram them. Never. All those cycles, I did not get them. So, uh, for me, I think 100 level was it for me. It was, it was not, it was not, it was not even a problem. Essentially, Yeah. So, I think I want to shift. Um, my focus to the last conventional hundred level. I know you did hundred level here too, but conventional. I think we'll have you um, we'll save you for last, best for last, as far as this is concerned. But um, I'll direct my question to Doctor Osas now. Um, so apart from passing your jam in SS one, um, the, the first time you took it. SS one. Yes. No, she lost one. Apart from. Apart from passing your jam in GS3, um, oh, wow. what, what other steps like were challenging for you, you know, before you got into medical school? If there were any, just you can just say none and we'll just move on to the next person. You can just say no step was challenging and we'll, we'll okay, so my, <laughs> okay, so my first jam was in SS3 and well, I got above 200 but it was not what I was expecting. So I already knew that there was no way I was going to get admission, at least by merits. The, so the post me was it was it was challenging actually because I oh sorry it was challenging because I had to like I, I I felt like I read a lot for the post me but when I saw the results I was like surprised and I was I was surprised I expected so much so that was why I now had to do pretty great so yes I think that was the challenge. Also, she means you are like Lolo too, you are also an elder stateswoman in terms of IFE. That means the first time you got into the OE system was 2013. Yes. Yeah. Nice. So, Eunice, tell me a few things that were unique about, unique Eunice, I like that. Tell me a few things that were like unique about your 100 level here, you know, and of course, um, with your permission, even though I should have done this before, if you'd like to talk about the pink elephant, um, if you'd like to talk about how how you dealt with having to take another a, a class a second time, you know, because the truth is that I find with most things, if you've not experienced it, you actually don't understand it. You know, you, you feel yeah, fully. Really, emphasis on the word. Of course, you can empathize if you have emotional intelligence, but you you may never really fully grasp what that person's experience is. So, tell us what was it like. I got into this institution on the 1st of June 2014. Yes. And of course, the admission letter came in 2013. And you know, we got into school. I did a lot of research, okay. You know, I did not want to be identified as a freshman by, you know, asking for 
Where's the SUV? Where's this? Where's that? Where's so boob? I read a lot of <laughs> that. Boob. <laughs> so I, I went to Naira Land and read a lot. I read a lot. So I knew that oh, I was going to say in room Y101. But if you're saying Y101, everybody would know that, oh, this person's a freshman. So I, I just Y1. act like a dad and, oh, I'm Y1. Y1. I'm Y1. Yeah, Y1. <laughs> you know, I need to be 10. <laughs> You know, so that was that was that for me. I didn't want to be seen as a journey just to come. Of course, you know, it wasn't perfect. Those who have been there before you could still fish you out. Okay, another thing about the hundred level was the fact that people were complaining about zoology. They were like zoology one, ah, this, that, and somehow my old self, maybe not my new self, I like to take off challenges like oh you said this thing is difficult wait so let me let me let me let me stop you okay you said your old self likes taking charge so who like challenges more i'm a light challenge who like my face on challenges you just do your day you challenge no face you need to face out i understand so the one word i did everything i could in that other day and i was like yes mission Emphasis on mission. Let's mission. Go. Wow. <laughs> mission accomplished. So I was really glad about that. Well, Sichemonoto was a bit of uh, somehow, but eventually we passed and we give God all the glory. <laughs> all right. So year two, year three, everything just you know went. I had good friends who would teach me stuff and all of that. But year four was a game changer for me. Year four. Year four. Mm. Part and farm class for those who might not know. Yeah. Part and farm class. And pathology is not just pathology. It was clinical pathology, it was microbiology and parasitology, it was morbid anatomy, and it was chemical pathology. Just tell them it's part and farm. Don't They should not know. They should be expecting part and farm. Where they get it, they will know. You know, year four was a game changer. Like, okay, part and farm. All right. All right, let's go. Postings and everything, and somehow, 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 we wrote the medical board exams. Somehow, 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 the results were released some weeks after, and I discovered that I was to repeat the year. You know, that was like a major failure of my life, really. Like, not failure, it was a setback ish. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that was like the biggest failure I've That's ever the first had. time, yeah. And I saw that, I remember that particular day, I woke up with some very weird feelings. I was like, I rebuke you in Jesus' name, I rebuke you. But then somehow, I was having this very weird feeling that, okay, something was going to happen later that day. And when the result was released, I was like, oh, okay. You know, that moment where you, I became a, a damsel in distress. I had to call my class's academic chairman. I had to call my friend. And somehow, for some weird reason, all their numbers were not going through. Oh, sorry, they weren't picking up, so I was alone in this world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but somehow my friends came through. God, God. I didn't bring, I couldn't bring myself to tell my parents until two days after, and my parents gave me the biggest support. My mom said, she said in Yoruba, Mulolua, don't cry. If you cry, you'll be breaking my heart. How much is your school fees we're going to pay? Dad said, don't worry. I've already told you something about a big failure I also had. Don't worry. They would send me text messages, tell me, Eunice, you're not a failure. 
If anybody should ask you questions, tell them your parents understand. And then somehow my friends came through. Of course, there were times I felt alone in the class because I was meeting relatively new people. But then somehow I'm grateful. I got absorbed into the class and people were friendly. They were warm to me. And I had some of my best scores in the second part four. And here we are. Yeah, here we are. Here we are. <laughs> and, I know I said stuff like be very afraid um, earlier, but um, let me be now more serious. Um, I'm very, very passionate about um, people's mental wellness for a number of reasons. And here's what I'll say. This is something I've said in other podcasts, and I'm just sharing this with people here and anyone who might be listening, because I feel it's one of the problems um, wrong with not just Nigerian children, but African children. This whole thing where you're not allowed to fail. I feel life should consist of a number of failures until you find out the proper thing that you're supposed to do. But most Africans are just raised, or Nigerians are just raised to think that you cannot fail. So once you start something, you are supposed to stick with it and that. I get the whole Apollo Creed, the whole Rocky Balboa thing, like keep trying till you make it, but sometimes fail do something else sometimes fail try again the point is that failures does not make a person sorry, a person failing doesn't make the person a failure yeah, actually, you know and that's something that a lot of us need to correct i feel like each generation improves i know our parents mean well but each generation improves on what the previous generation did i know that my parents are certainly way better than their parents were to them you know, so it's something I can improve in my own children, should that day come. You know, allow people fail, allow your friends fail, allow them try something. Don't laugh at them that, oh, they tried something and it didn't quite work out the way they expected. Keep trying. I think that's part of living. So, thank you very much, Yunus. Thank you. So, um, so <laughs> to the grandpa in the building. <laughs> 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 I remember asking KB, what made you choose to be unhappy? You already escaped. What made you come back <laughs> to, to come and do this? Like, walk us through your thought process. You know, because I don't know. Just walk us through that thought process. How how did it happen? Um, thank you very much, Alamdi. Um, well, uh, medicine had kind of always been. Well, people call me or called me a congenital. No, I gave you that name. Don't say people. No, <laughs> no, gave you that congenital surgeon. Yes. And, um, <laughs> uh, well, Loki, he actually was in line because um, I think I don't know why. I, I just feel like I was born to be a surgeon. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right from the time when I was in primary school and all. Um, especially when we travel home, because we travel here in our family. I always, you know, went about with my dad while he did the surgeries. I remember carrying lanterns, following him to the hospital and all. And, um, you know, every time he had to change and go in, I, I just liked that. Even though most of the time I slept only to wake up when I was back at home. And I told myself, yes, this is what I'm going to do. And then secondary school came. Obviously, primary school, I, I was really good at sports, so I was like, okay, sports does not look that bad. Secondary school came, uh, oh, I still tried at sports, but academically, I don't know, I, I guess I was just, I was not really serious about 
academics in the sense that I don't study why see myself in the next class. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't like I was just no 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 I was just uh, like, I can I can actually relate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If Dr. Osaka said I have Nah 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 I, I was I was I was I was just there. I was just there. And I, I really didn't see the need to study more. I felt my basic ground level stuff would get me there. And then I wrote jump, my first jump. I wrote three jumps. But I used the first one to get into zoology that I mean everyone kind of dreads and all. So I wrote my first jump, it wasn't so good. Uh, I mean that was like reality staring me in the eye, like, oh, you are really not that good. You are okay but not that good. So I got into zoology after serious deliberations with my parents. I mean, because I mean, everyone already knew my dream and all. And it was like, uh, okay, you don't have to get in. Why don't you wait and write another jam? So fast forward, I wrote three jams. I still didn't get into medicine. And I remember the day I told my dad. Yeah, just like Guinness said earlier, or some time ago, I also used to talk to myself back then. It was more like talking to God is acting for advice. I know I I might not I right now I look like socialized well, well I used to be a spiritualite. Yeah I made the decision to finish zoology, serve and then come back for medicine. It wasn't easy, it was tough on everybody because I mean they were like this zoology is even hard. I show you pass. I show you do this, and even zoology was not that easy because you know, like someone else also said, I had my degrees of failures. I, I don't want to say exactly what I failed, but yeah, I, I failed in zoology. Zoology is not hard. It's not easy. It's, it's very hard. But I glory be to God. Yeah, I didn't even know that my sound get coming out of my mouth. Yeah. So I I I didn't have any extra day, extra week, extra semester in no zoology. I, I came out. Uh, I served in Joss, which was life changing. I mean, I, I got to see the world, I got to see some other side of life, mm. I got to see the sweet side of life, the social. Yeah, I, I got my social skills in Joss. I mean, Joss is really social. You yeah. know, try and get there. I'll I mean, Olamide will understand. I'll be probably but the weather is cold. The weather is cold. The people are cold friendly. when it is cold. It's always cold. Too cold when it is cold. It's too hot when it is cold. It's too sweet. It's just like sweet. the weather is cold, so that's essentially 365 weather for two. Like think about oh, it. Yeah, oh, exactly. 365 weather, weather for two. two. Right. Just was so awesome. No, please. Yeah. Just was so awesome that I actually wanted to have my medical school in just just because of that. But then, uh, well, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. I go back to medical school. I looked weird because initially I thought I was going to be the only one. And then I made the likes of Olamide, I made the likes of Jolene, I made the likes of Henry, Henry Owen, Izzy, And it was really nice. I mean, the fact that there were others like me, that kind of gave me this idea okay, I can do this. The other day, forget. And moving on, I got introduced to some very nice people that I would not like to mention their names. Well, Isha helps me. Yeah, KV being one of them. <laughs> KV, Tanwa, to be specific, basically the two of them. And uh, well, ever since part two, you know, we've been like this one small happy family. And uh, I mean, KV brought me into football in college. I was just on the outside, and then KV was like, "I think I play football too." And, I mean, my first match, I did so well and he scored a couple of awesome goals. Yes, yeah, that was then. When and he still, dropped the mic. Yeah. <laughs> Drop your pen. Drop my pen. What are the rights? Yeah, what are the rights? Drop your pen. Oh, well, um, one funny thing or one 
So that's a very special side about my medical school is the fact that when I was in zoology struggling, I had um, a coping mechanism that was volleyball. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, I've been a volleyball player ever since then. So when I got back, it was not hard to like get back to the team. And it was welcoming. BTCC. Fast forward, uh, trial medical school. I was able to bag some awards with KB in FOMSA and Faculty of Clinical Sciences. Please uh, Yeah. I, I don't know how I managed it, but <laughs> I was uh, the face of FOMSA for two years in a row, back to back. It was. It was it was a very interesting part of my life. In case my smile is not showing, smiling from ear to ear. This is not showing. I mean, I I really didn't expect it. You know, being a direct entry student, I I felt you know we would have this kind of marginalization, but it really isn't that. And I'm saying this for all direct entry students. No matter how hard or sad you guys might feel, people push you aside. It's it's not that way. You can actually do things if you actually set your mind to I guess it. that whole pushing aside thing, sorry to interrupt, I think it's just a mindset. Yeah. Because I remember a dear student telling me, I never knew you were a D student. And this was mm-hmm. the end of part two. Well, I know that, okay, before this recording started, I already established that I'm a weirdo. I remember when I came in part two, I used to wear my hat backwards. Like, I don't know. I, I, I didn't just, like, want to be this egg in the class. Because... I still feel like I'm young. I feel like I always feel like I'm young. I don't know. So I just got gisting with people. In fact, from my first week, I think I, I'd already like gone to visit somebody, like an old member of the class, you know, and stuff like that. That was just the kind of person I was when I came. Another thing is that, you know, they say people fear or hate what they cannot understand. Um, from, my, from my former um, degree, because I was very, very quiet, I say this about me and a lot of people doubt it. Um, I used to be a very, very quiet person. Took books and exercises and so many things to get me to be this person now that can talk spontaneously. Of course, I talk a lot in my head, but I don't say anything <laughs> outside. Now, where I'm going with this is that a lot of people would just assume I'm proud um, from my former school because I just keep quiet. I don't say anything where I'm so. I just sit down and I look. When the class is over, I'm out. I just walk away. Like, I don't see anything to anybody. So I told myself, okay, well, I'm the new beginning. Um, you're going to make people know that you're actually not that person. You are just quiet when you want to be quiet. And I started talking, and it turns out that I don't even like being quiet anymore. So, you know, from there, I just started talking and stuff. And it's been good, you know. Um, there are so many other stuff um, I, I'm sure everybody here would like to see, but um, a few more things. We cannot distill a journey of so many years into like a 30 minutes podcast. It's not even possible. Where do you start from? You know, is it from the day? <laughs> hard guy. Hard guy. Hard guy cried in medical school. Hard guy. Me, real OG. Real OG. I Me, real OG. What made you cry? What would have made you cry? What, 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 okay, what that night then? It's called 89. <laughs> but you know, we can't say all that. So, we're going to do um, end with the last few minutes this way. Um, she's not a lady of too many words, at least not outwardly, I'm sure. No, 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 something, I'm not sure. Something tells me that she probably talks a lot in her head, which is so with people who are quiet because I used to talk a lot in my head. Like, I, I noticed that the more outspoken I am now, the less I talk in my head. But anyway, 
I'm sure everybody would like to know how. Um, I know we catch crews, we joke, but what has been done here is no small feat. Um, it's not something that is going to be forgotten anytime soon. I mean, how old is the film, sir? 50. It's 50 years old. 15. Somebody's called 15 over 15. Me. 15 mm. over 15. So, no, yeah. one thing people should also know now is that that record is not is an unbeatable record. You can only meet that you record. Can only meet it. Only you can't beat yeah. it. Yeah. Because there's no 16 yeah. over 15. You can only meet it. So now here's here's a question I'd like to ask. It's going to be hard for you to say how. Um, I feel like a lot of consistency. Without asking you a lot, definitely a lot of consistency went into it. But I feel like one way to to just give people an inkling. Oh, I also think this is me going ahead to say that we have money to make from the books that you should write, by the way. But let's let's leave that one side. Now, I feel like one way that people can get an inkling to how this was accomplished, you know, apart from the God factor and all that, is let us know a typical day. How a typical day um, of us in your life is from when your alarm rings in the morning to when you say your good night your good night prayers at night. So let's let's know how she doesn't do overnight. Yeah. That's how a typical day. She has a very fixed routine. That's how the fun part. She doesn't do overnight. That's the fun part. She sleeps well. That's why I said a typical day because you both sleep well. Me, I sleep well. I not get to that. You sleep too well. You sleep. I don't sleep. Like I don't. All right. If you both sleep, okay. Typical day. Okay, typical day. Uh, I usually wake up around to be 5.36 Just down 5.36 Okay <laughs> Then I have my morning devotion And then uh, all things like have my bath Brush and all those other things And then I go to school Okay so I think one thing is that During postings, in between postings Because I know that I'm not going to do overnight And I still have other things to do So I tend to read a lot in between postings Like maybe sometimes because people are just talking I tend to um, wow. I know it's kind of difficult wow. to wow. know it. serious students. Yeah, thank you. Wow, serious students are moving yeah. stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, bring me on your Twitter, you know, just <laughs> basic answers. I think that's what it is. Then I, um, from part four, officially from part four, that was when I used to have uh, group discussions because they work for me. I I tend to remember things more when I've discussed it. Like, the, if I read it, I would, but I tend to remember it more when I've discussed it with people. So I used to have like regular group discussions with part four, part three, but so I think I used to have one drama. So that was just for BCH because it was really abstract. So we're doing that for BCH. Oh really? It was. Yes. Oh, okay, So but the other discussions then, yeah, I think yes, then personal region. But that was what I did. I think the what gave me some extra time was in between classes and postings. Reading between. And I think that's very, very important. Thank you very much, Osas. I think that's very important because in med school, there's a lot of lost time. Like, in between, like, you're not quite doing anything. You're just caught in limbo. And honestly, if you're someone that can utilize that time, I can't. I can't, so. I can't. I need the break. My I need to like, I, I need just. You know, but if you're somebody that can, that can utilize <laughs> that in between time, you know, before this lecturer comes, before that person comes, while you're waiting for the next patient, or waiting for presentations, and all that stuff, you can really, really utilize that time. Then I feel like it's going to be like a, a major 
um, game changer yep. for you? Things would be major game changer. I have a few other questions to ask you, um, Dr. Asans. One of it is everybody here probably experienced imposter syndrome at one point or the other, where you feel like you don't belong. But surely 15 over 15, I would think you belong here now. So, but I shouldn't assume, I should ask you directly. Did you ever experience imposter syndrome? Yes, I've always, I think I've always experienced it like right from secondary school. I always, when people would tell me that, oh yeah, this is like, in my mind, I always feel like I really don't know that much. Like, I would just feel like... God, help me not to know that much. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, no, it's like, not even about they are trying to be humble or something like that. No, no, I know, that. I know. But I actually used to feel that way. I used to just feel like, I don't know how I actually got those scores like because i just think about that i really don't know how it happened because i'm like i would sometimes when i interact with other because there are a lot of people in our class you can just say invest in our class, and other people in our class so when sometimes i ask them questions or the way they answer it, i'm like i would never be able to answer it as well as this person like it just comes to my mind i always see something i'll be like ah oh, this person so i actually yes i do I experience. I, I talk about with my friends sometimes. Okay, so now thank you very much for that answer. I have one more question before we go around with my last question for everybody. One more question for you. And um, here's what I'll say. I feel, so Max said something earlier um, that he didn't have to read so much and found himself in the next class. I think that's that's something most medical students will face because you are just a local champion, big fish, little pond, wherever it is you are coming from. Yeah, you know, and so I know that one of my biggest problems in medical school was reconciling myself to the fact that I have to actually study. Like that wonder kid thing cannot do it because <laughs> I keep telling people this. It's not because it's not because I have a degree in anatomy. For most of my pages of Kitamo, I flipped through it just once and it stayed. You know, I was still doing like that then. Biochemistry jammed me, it still challenged me, but when I entered part four, I was just like, God, what is this? What is this? What is this madness? This must be excuse. It's like you have to actually read this thing. Like, you have to actually read this thing. So, but the point I'm trying the question now I'm trying to ask for Sans is Did you have fun in medical school? Because me now, I have the way you have a lot of distinctions under your belt. Me, I have a lot, a of, lot of forms, <laughs> a lot of series under my belt, like to my name. See, that one says you cannot even match me. Me to let me brag. 15 over 15 series. So, did you have fun actually? Did you actually do something fun when you were in medical school? Yes. Okay, for what I <clears throat> what I do for fun in school, like. At home is different because at home I have my siblings, so we can go out and all kinds of things. But in school, I would say what I did um, for fun, I watch movies for fun. Then sometimes this might not actually seem fun to people, but sometimes I just go out like myself alone. And I'm like I go out by myself to just. Oh, I do that. Not by not by Yes, and like I just need that to just feel like I'm taking care of myself. I can't Alright, thank you very much. You see, that's why I left like 
till the end because I knew that she she would just distill it. I'm sure this is how she writes in answer sheet. Like half a page was like stuff, you know, half a page of it's not all that we write to collect strategy to run I think there's something I actually want to say about the okay. stars because I lived in the same hostel with her. Mm. Every blessed morning, yeah. every blessed morning, mm. the stars would be in the kitchen having fruits. Fruits. Every yeah. blessed morning. So secrets. Morning. Yeah. <laughs> I better things right now. Don't sit down. Take fruits in the morning. Take them for break. Take them for break. Take them for break. Take them for break. Take them for it's all the dance that we take you. And she goes to the market. She goes to the market almost every Saturday morning. Uh, After working at church, she goes to the market. Church. With fruits. Fruit. With fruits and food. And she makes food. Why are you telling me? Yeah. 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 <laughs> honestly, no one at this thing. I forget one. I forget one. I forget one. It's a balloon every morning. All more. Every morning, a balloon. Alright, she told me now. I wanted. Uh... <laughs> so the thing is that um, Osas is very approachable. So if you have further questions, you know we can't keep um, just bickering and talking and taking your time. But if you want to ask her yeah, a few more questions, can they ask you a few more questions? Yeah. I'm sure. It's very open book, you know, very lovely lady. So um, a few more questions. I'm just going to go one by one because um, I feel like people need to hear this, especially people who are coming. Um, it's, it's, it's never going to be easy. Everybody's going to have their tough days. People who are already in five and six, they know. But this is like for the part one, part two. two. Yeah. So, Max, just in a few words before we end, um, what's the most difficult thing that happened to you in medical school? One of the, you may not be able to think of the most difficult. That's true. But one of the most difficult things. One thing you did, just really briefly, to overcome it. So, while he's answering, everybody thinks about it. There is a difficult. What was the biggest challenge you faced? Uh, well, I I would say the biggest challenge I faced in medical school was um, combining med school with sports. Uh, yeah, I would say that socialize is me. That's just what's involved. I think it's just combining med school with sports because being on the university school team and also being if you if academic like. In, yeah. in, in terms of academics, it was at times it was more or less like set your priorities right, dude. And I mean, I think that was it. Well, well look at us today. Fantastic. So, Osas. Okay. Um, the most challenging thing for me. That's one of it. You might not be able to okay. remember the most challenging thing. Uh, the most challenging. Okay, let me just narrow it down. So, let me just say the most challenging class for me. Okay, so, the most challenging class for me. Was 400 level. Be afraid, like I said. <laughs> <laughs> Again, part of fun going into that discussion. <laughs> it was like I was actually reading every day, but at some point I was not sure if I even knew what I was reading. I would be like, okay, okay, I'm supposed to have, I'm supposed to have covered this. At some point it was like I couldn't meet up. Like I would try to go for all the classes and read, and I'd be like, I can't meet up. I've not even gotten to where we are. So at the point it was kind of frustrating for me, and I was just like, I beg, I'm not going for this yeah, class. <laughs> so I think yes, that was. Give me some classes. Yes, towards the end, ah, I, I couldn't keep up. So I tried. That's what I did. I, I, class. I just. <laughs> I just had to like. 
I think that was like that was like the most challenging thing. And also another time I found level was I think that was when we first started to do um seminar presentations. Oh. Yes, so and my initial experiences were terrible so one <laughs> live. <laughs> <laughs> so that was actually challenging because you know, I'm also I'm shy, so I don't like to stand for so coming out to stand and then now still having to be criticized. Mobile. 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 My my campus presentation was was traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> we were doing like, community health too then. We did community health presentations. Which okay. was the first? Was the first? Yeah. Those yeah. ones that we did. And that one oh, was just like the, eight or seven. Oh, but campus was like our yeah, entire group. We were like twenty, 20 something. something. Yeah. Ah God, it felt so bad. I think I cried self that day. Yeah, sorry. Was <laughs> 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 So, okay. Uh, are we talking about challenging times? Yeah. Now you overcame. Now I overcame them. I think one major challenge for me was actually distraction. I think I got distracted very early in medical school. I got very very distracted, but I kept on getting myself distracted because I sort of enjoyed what I was doing. I think Lulu is an MVP that. Like we're no not even giving enough credit. No key, actually. Because sometimes I wonder so how, 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 how. Like when I see your picture and you're like in another state, I'm just like, I'm still in this. Actually, one of those times I remember was MB. I think MB was like a, the next week after that time. And I had to be in Shagamu for one name Saka Cosmetics, I can't remember. And I followed I followed a party, <laughs> Dr. Agbaje. Dr. Agbaje at that time, I think he had finished his own exam. The two of us went down there. We went there at night, late in the night. I carried one year yearbook, thinking to myself that I was going to read it. I didn't read one line throughout that journey. And we spent the whole weekend there. And I came back and I was like, Young man, what are you doing with your life? So, I think, yeah, that was my greatest challenge. I got distracted, got a lot into um, student politics, service. And, like, I used to tell people, yeah, those things might have not given me what I what I would have wanted academically. But I still think that they gave me a lot of things Definitely. outside of academics, extracurricularly. And Definitely. I would always appreciate that. So, yeah. And, yeah, how did I overcome these things? I, I, I just think it's just more of... The push, the passion, because most of the time I just look through and I just be like, young man, you can't go back home and tell them you don't have a degree. So I think that was the major thing that kept me going and kept me pushing. Right. You can't just go back home without a degree. Very nice. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. KB. Yeah. Okay, so the thing about the, the most challenging thing about medical school to me, I mean, I don't like working alone. Like, I don't read alone. I don't work alone. I don't like it. So I had, like, I had a since primary school i always have like if i'm not like a team player so by the time that for some reasons best not to god and all one member had to just leave the circle so that period was very tough that's my most challenging part of medical school it was not doing the i don't know why i found going to classes very easy reading hmm, exams i don't think life hard if i read my two hours i sleep so the academic part of medical school wasn't really hard for me well Losing a friend in the class, well, to now, that's my challenge about it. How did you overcome that? Well, <sighs> okay, I found, I to be sincere, this is one thing that 
I did not really adapt in a normal way. I went in a very total. Let's not put that book, but. Okay, I found interest. Yeah, the compromise was not so nice. Well, some people would say so long you got to this point. Some people would say so. Well, and I think I'm one of those people, but yeah. Well, you shall so, finish the journey. Um, Eunice, um, I know that for most of us, including yourself, um, faith was a very integral part of our medical journey. Believe me. Except like the outliers, you know those people on the asymptotic tail. No. You know, <laughs> the people who are under the curve for the average medical student, you know, faith of any kind is like a very integral part of making it. Because the truth is, I don't really speak too much grammar. Make I speak straight to a pigeon. The truth is that you guess how you go wake up like God I beg, I beg. Just see if I can just call fifty. Out. Oh, I'll do it again. I mean, I'm 15 over 15, though. Like the rest, mere mortals. You just be like, yeah. <laughs> I just pass. If I can just score 15 in this exam, but that's pharmacology does it like that. <laughs> Tell me how your challenges and how you were able to deal with them. Well, uh, I had a major challenge, and the challenge was not finding what actually worked for me early enough. You know, it was a different ball game, secondary school, I read Bobabio, I read physics, I read Zesha physics, I had jotting, like, I was enough for myself, I enjoyed reading alone, and, you know, it worked for me, it worked for me, I was, I was quite very okay with all the things I did, but little did I know that it wasn't going to be the same thing coming into the institution. You know, I was still able to do something like that in year one, yes, of course, you know, here and there, group discussions and all of that, but I think I couldn't find that path that worked for me early enough until the serious blow in part four. And then I realized that, okay, you need to know what, number one, it appears that the fact that everybody's cursing something, everybody knows something does not mean that you know that thing. Or it doesn't exactly mean you know that thing. So I discovered that okay, the fact that everybody knows, do you know yourself? Like so, I began to you know find myself, and I began to find out what works for what was going to work for me. I discovered that okay, studying and then discussing with other people were the things that worked for me. And somehow, 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 even if everybody is cursing that this that one, I would ask myself, hey, do you know that thing? If you don't, you better go back because well, every man to himself when you get to the exams. So that was how I coped. And then, of course, I really enjoyed fellowshipping with other people, worshiping at church. I enjoyed guidance and support from spiritual authorities. And those were the ways I coped with the challenges. Thank you, Mission Mom. Thank you very we'll much. See after <laughs> okay. So, um, I guess um, I'm the next person to go. Um, I had a myriad of challenges in medical school. We all did. I think um, one of it was my health. Um, one of it was if you've caught the breakfast episode on. So I had quite a lot, a lot of challenges, but I think um, one that spanned through a, like a significant part, or at least started right from the um, outset, like the beginning of medical school, was the fact that I didn't learn on time that I don't need to find what works for me. 
you didn't hear me very well. Mm. I don't need to find what works for me. Because it's a cliche you hear when you when you get into medical school, find what works for you. I hate routine. Like there are fewer things in this world I hate more than doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. If you know me, I'm a very creative person. I like to write, to sing, to draw. To be, I hate doing the same thing over and over again. And so it was very hard for me to find out that I actually can do things differently each time, each posting, each class, each week, each unit. I can actually do it a little bit differently, you know. So I guess, of course, the way I coped with that was eventually learning and sticking to my guns and knowing that the fact that everybody's doing it this way does not mean I should do it that way. I can do it a little bit differently. As far as at the end of the day, I still pass that thing and I still know that thing. I'm good with it, you know. So I had to start doing things a little bit differently. Details, I can't go into the details of it. Um, yeah, so that was, that was something um, that was really, really, really challenging for me you know learning to do things differently and adapt each time you know because that's what made my 500 and 600 level relatively easier for me is that every unit every place i was going to i kept adapting and changing and doing stuff differently and the only place i had a little challenge with was one of my postings but for the remaining like i found that it really worked for me that okay this is a new place new people new kind of knowledge learn to do it differently you know and i think generally something that we can pick across board here is that if you discuss in medical school it's not that discussion is one magical thing but the thing is that when you anchor memories to more than one sense you know you use your sense of speech your sense of hearing the sense of vision you know you are you are anchoring that memory to quite a lot of modalities and it's likely to see better than if you just read it because the brain has a way of being on autopilot so you are reading something in 5% of children, blah, 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 so happens, and your brain is like, ah, and I start with that, this thing, that much. The brain can keep many things like, at the same time. So, yeah, so if there's any take home from that, um, I think um, that is it. Uh, I think another thing that um, I had to, that was my challenge, was working with people. Like, not, not in terms of doing work, like, with people, I mean, in terms of academic stuff, reading, collaborating, group projects, I'm a lone wolf, lone ranger, I like to do my stuff by myself all the time. Almost, when I said that I was sinking in part four, I was like, come on, it's like I have to reach out to people. And it was a real game changer, so yeah, that was how I overcame that one. So, without any further ado, this might be the very, very, very last time you hear us on an FOMSA podcast, so it's been very, very nice. Except um, when invited. Yeah, Because, <laughs> yeah, we're doctors now, so... Um, no more free stuff, no more free consultations, no more free, I, I nothing, nothing free again, power. you can yeah, but one thing I can assure you is that members of the Eximos Grandes, not just people present here in this podcast, you can definitely look forward to hearing from them, from other stuff, I mean, maybe not this podcast, but I, something tells me yeah. you care about this, yeah. you yeah. definitely, definitely so care so about these people, so, so, sure. so um, Thank you so much, everybody. It's been fun doing this. Oh yeah, this was a very, very good coping mechanism for me too. So shout out to Master Projector for putting this together. That was a very good coping mechanism. And also, before I go, um, like I posted on my status, the stern, the enigmatic, the eccentric, and those who became mothers and fathers to us, a big shout out to every teacher that taught us life. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
So, <laughs> signing out. Thank you very much. Woo. Peace.